everybody and welcome to Nerd Wars Live. I'm so excited. We have a packed house. Thank you for sticking around the chats. This is going to be one for the books. Uh, so stay tuned. The question today, as you see on screen, should the MCU have ended after Endgame? And I'm going to work out these kinks someday. Uh, but I'm so excited because we got awesome, some awesome, awesome. I really am a big fan of both these people. I'm so glad they took the time to do this. Uh, and I got two of my favorites here in studio. Let's meet who's fighting today. Uh, and I want you guys to get involved. I'm going to tell you how. But first, let's meet our fighters. Uh, first up, uh, so happy to have in studio Rob Newberry. Welcome back to the show. You've seen him on some of our streams. And Damian Alpazar is back. You guys ready to do this? Oh, yeah. yeah. You ready going. to see who you're going to be assisting today on today's show? I'm, I'm excited. You're yeah. my local in-studio in assist because I have two guests in case any of them have trouble, which I don't think they're going to. They're going to need you here. Let's meet them. First up, uh, we got on the Alpha team, Josh of the Den of Nerds. Welcome, Josh. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much. I'm very happy to be here. And Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. Oh, wow. He's really <laughs> nice. starting. He's starting really hot. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I bet you you're... I see. Our other guests will disagree, uh, but I'm so happy to have him. But I've been a fan of his videos for a while, and he was he he was one who I loved when I came forward. He had my back. I appreciated that. Amazing, Lucas, you are amazing. Oh my goodness, so glad to have you here on the show. Welcome, bruh. What is up? It is awesome to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so you guys, uh, we we talked about. Sorry, my mic is a little hot. Uh, this was one I talked to you both. I'm excited. We both you both have opposite opinions on this, and I want to clarify before we start because I think you know obviously the MCU can't just Marvel can't end, uh, but the whole idea of just like you know should this MCU of plotline have ended are we good for a while that's really what i want to focus on so i want to get the semantics of well you can't because you still got x like yeah, of course marvel's not going to stop moving but my point is there seemed to be a narrative structure that should have ended after endgame we're all on the same page that's what we're arguing here correct yeah that is correct that's right. right yes yes good. yes that's definitely what i i definitely knew that okay good i because i i didn't want to get lost in the weeds on that one all right so let's get into this uh you guys are going to start this off i'm going to start off with team alpha the way this works again we have all teams here uh during the round you guys can give uh as you'll see on screen and you'll be able to be part of the fight if you do that i'll be interrupting the show to sort of add your points so you can support your favorite player uh, and if you want your chats notified and actually to spot out we have a new feature as you're watching click the join button we just introduced awesome membership features so you can go do that check it out join you can get my face did you guys see this i'm gonna do it real quick before we start because look at this emoji uh there it is oh look it's my face uh <laughs> yeah bam that's just very that's cool. amazing very cool as nerd yeah. as nerd crew says uh but you guys can go do that get some amazing little badges and as you uh become members i'll be shouting out and thanking you through the show uh so thank you for that we're also gonna have a live stream for members only after the show so people who joined last night people join today they'll be able to come and talk to us uh to do a little war stories as we go so i'm excited to introduce that feature please check out the join if you're while you're watching and let's get to this battle all right alpha team it's going to be josh of den of nerds and josh Newberry here, the Joshes uh, versus Lucas nice. and Damien. Let's start with Den of Nerds. I'm going to call you Den of Nerds once in a while, so we we, stop, we hey, don't get confused. Yeah, it's not the first time. The yeah, Den of Nerds, good. take us out. Take us in. Why should the MCU not have ended after Endgame? Let's hear it. Okay, number one, my number one point here, um, and I was just going to talk about you know the 23 billion dollars in gross and how it's obvious that they're going to continue and they have to continue. But as far as like from a story perspective, we have barely scratched the surface of all of the amazing comic book stories that they could possibly do. And for me, someone who really wants to see like Siege and characters like the Sentry and Hyperion and characters like that, we are literally barely scratching 
the surface. Now, they did take one of the best comic book stories of all time in Infinity Gauntlet, and they adapted it, and they literally created like a cultural phenomenon. I want to see what they can do with some of these other stories, including Secret Wars, including Avengers vs. X-Men. And so that's where I'll start the argument is with that point. Uh, sorry. Hey, I... Yeah, did you go? All right, cool. Uh, sorry, we had a, I had a technical thing here, and I, I put his name wrong. I'm going to fix that. Um, uh, Lucas, you, do you have any follow-ups? Why should the MCU have ended after... Why should it end now, now that we've seen Endgame? Well, when it comes to Endgame, I think the greatest saying is all good things must come to an end. And as my boy just said, that we've just barely scratched the surface. Well, we've barely scratched the surface since 2008 to 2019. So I think there's a, there's a lot more uh, to, to scratch. But the thing is, I don't know if the audience is going to be there to, for that scratching, right? Um, I think there's a problem when it comes to talent. One of the big heavy hitters, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but some of the heavy hitters aren't going to be there anymore. We can so spoil. People who haven't seen that. it, screw them. They spoil away. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we, we're looking at Iron Man. Iron Man, yeah. Iron Man is such a heavy hitter. He was in Spider-Man. <laughs> Just saying. All right. Yeah. Then we have Captain America. So some of the heavy hitters who have brought this series along. Not that Iron Man wasn't important, of course. You know, not that Captain Marvel. We didn't need that movie. Not that that those movies weren't important. But some of the heavy hitters aren't going to be there. And I feel like there's going to be a quality and a story, a story uh, that could come off problematic. Um, so. I know that people, I don't know how many people are excited for Eternals versus maybe Black Panther 2. You right. know, I don't know how many people are excited for Thor Ragnarok, Love of Thunder versus, you know, I don't know, Iron Man 3. Mm. I don't know where that, how tepid the waters are. Mm. All right, okay. gotcha. Yeah. Go ahead, uh, Josh, get follow up. Yeah, so I think that, uh, so it's fair to say that these characters uh, are off the table. You know, some of the big heavy hitters are gone. Uh, I think it's really just Tony, because I, I, let me just ask you this, Andy. How much do we want to get into spoilers and potential leaks for things that are out there? Do we want to keep it, like, spoiler-free? How does that work? I mean, you can speculate all you want, but I don't know how serious I'll take it because it's speculation, right? But you can try. I mean, nothing's confirmed. Okay. We know the slate of MCU, you know, Phase 4, and we know the show's coming to Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Uh, yeah and yeah. we know there's Black Panther 2, so I, I would stick to things that we know. Okay, I'll, fra I'll frame it as a, a rumor. There's, uh, It's heavily rumored that... Um, old man Captain America is actually not done and that he will play a role in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, so I think that they'll sort of have him as sort of a baton passing character. And I think he's still going to remain. And Tony, by the way, I also do believe will come back. But to make them coming back have like enough oomph, which my personal thing is, I think they're going to do it in Secret Wars. So what they did with Endgame, although it is an ending in a lot of ways, it actually sets up an incredible amount of juicy comic book stuff that we can get into now, um, including, you know, the What If series, but also alternate versions, alternate realities. There's a lot of, like, crazy rumor theory people out there that love to speculate about this stuff. And it's even possible that we meet an Iron Man from a different universe you know, potentially even a villain, which could be really cool. I just think that we've literally just gotten started with the MCU. And even though it's fair to say that some of the big heavy hitters are gone, it's really a cinematic universe. So there's like a lot of people that I think different people are attached to, you know, whether it be Doctor Strange, who's like one of my favorites, or Black Panther, or even Captain Marvel, who does have her fans. You know what I mean? I've, I've seen some Captain Marvel fans. 
Um, so yeah, there's, uh, I think there's plenty of people that would still absolutely love to see this universe continue despite it having some kind of an ending, you know what I mean? Cause Endgame is an ending in a way, but, uh, you know, it's comic books, man. They, it never ends. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's always going to circle back and no dead character ever is really dead in comic books either. Um, but yeah, that's that's. that's well, I, I heard your own teammate. I heard your own teammate, uh, Rob here, wretched in studio, and you said <laughs> Captain Marvel. Not to call him out, but uh, we'll get to you guys in a minute. But oh, let's. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> hey, I got to call out when your teammate wretches at one of the people you mentioned. Uh, but Lucas, um, go ahead. Give go ahead your thoughts, and then we can add your teammates if you like it. But go ahead, Lucas. So I think that's actually he highlighted one of the main problems. Right, is that you said that they may do an old man Captain America, or they may bring back you know Iron Man. The fact that they're bringing back those characters kind of proves my point that they don't have any new people to take to take the lead. Um, and the thing is, I mean, how much how, how long are we going to string these characters along to help, you know, boost and bolster some of the other films, right? I mean, because yeah. we had Iron Man, uh, you know, help out Spider-Man to the extent where, you know, he's now using Tony Stark's gear to create his new suit and everything. Yeah. Um, I think in addition to that, yeah, there's a plethora of characters, but you also have to think how many of those characters are financially viable in this industry, right? How many people are gonna wanna see certain characters on screen? So that's why they came out with the Captain Americas, the Iron Man, the Spider-Man. So they're very well-known characters. Um, you look at Captain Marvel, that has its whole issues and stuff like that. Uh, but even with Black Panther. So these are characters that are, for the most part, widely known. I think what's gonna be uh, a telltale sign is when you look at maybe an Ant-Man, who probably isn't doing that good at the box office, or when you maybe bring out the Eternals, if they can keep that same level of quality up, that I think that that's a uh, that's a fair point. Uh, I think they also can pivot when well, what you mentioned was uh, uh, was uh, the the infin not the Infinity Wars but the multiverse, right? Yeah, like MCU that's a great way to start a whole new genre. But once again, that would end the MCU that we've come to establish since 2008 and would go a, more of a different route. I'm all for that. All right, so okay. th we're yeah. at that same point of we. You're, so I want to hear before I cut to the people in studio. What's the like? What's the real thing in phase four? Uh, why are we excited, Josh? That's why I, I kind of want to know. Like, what what's coming up? That's actually you know that's connected. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll follow up, Lucas. But yeah, like yeah, what's yeah. coming up in this phase four? That's like yeah, I'm glad the continuation is you know making Endgame keep moving versus you know to stopping it and having the emotional weight why is this helping it that's I want to because so I'm struggling want, there and I want to hear your, you sell me on it go ahead okay you want me to sell, if you want me to sell you that's literally what I do like five days a week is pretty much sell the MCU so I got zero problem with that so we'll start with uh, uh, Black Widow the big reason that Black Widow is going to draw in the nerds because you know Feige is a genius at sprinkling in comic book flavor on everything that he wants people to go see. I mean, Captain Marvel was not only positioned between those two films, but the scroll and the idea of like a secret invasion, that flavor is really what brought a lot of people to the movie, which is actually why I had such a problem with it because of the changes to the scrolls. But that's just a nerd thing, you know what I mean? I gotta try to get over that. But when it comes to um, Black Widow, the flavor there is gonna be Thunderbolts, okay? So you're gonna go from um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you're gonna have Zemo in the mask, there's gonna be a tie-in likely to Black Widow, which will have to do with the Thunderbolts. We know that uh, William Hurt, I believe is the actor's name, the guy that plays Everett Ross, he's gonna be in there, likely to be doing some Red Hulk type of things. And so Black Widow, you know, look, let's just be real. It's a Black Widow movie. I don't know how pumped people are to see a Black Widow movie, but what Marvel is brilliant at is putting the sprinklings on there. So that is 
for that one. When it comes to Eternals, it's probably going to be something to do with Thanos because Thanos was a titan, a mutated version of the Eternals. I think that they're going to involve the Celestials, possibly even a place to put in Galactus. So if Galactus and Thanos and, and that kind of stuff is sprinkled on that movie, everybody's going to go see that movie. Thanos is the new Darth Vader, right? Uh, Shang-Chi, rumored to be sort of a blood sport type movie. Fing, fame, boom. Are you kidding me? Fing, fame, boom on the freaking silver screen. The Ten Rings themselves, that's out of control. Uh, and that's just like three of them. And I, I could literally go on forever about like Loki being tied into Love and Thunder. The fact that you're probably going to have multiversal versions of different characters in Love and Thunder. Goldblum's coming back. Might even be a contest of champions type stuff. And most importantly, all of this stuff is going to lead to a massive event that will be just as big, if not bigger, than Avengers Endgame. They just got the Fantastic Four. They just got the X-Men. Are you kidding me? How could you not want to see the new MCU versions? Because the reason we even have Hugh Jackman's hair the way that it is was because Kevin Feige, as a, pro a producing assistant, came up to somebody and was like, that's not how you do Logan's hair. This is how you do Logan's hair. That guy, the uber nerd, has won, and he's now creating the greatest cinematic achievement of all time that if you're a huge comic book fan, how can you not just have nerd boners constantly for this stuff? They are heading towards something that's going to be either Dark Avengers, it's going to be Avengers vs. X-Men, or it's going to be Secret Wars. And, even though it may be just, just rumor, it's going to be Secret Wars, and it's going to blow us all away. All right, Lucas, were you excited by any of those uh, lists that he gave us? What'd you think? Uh, me personally, I mean, I, yes, yes, and no. I'm like, oh, okay, but I think, um, I think when it, when when you break it down, uh, many of the films, when it comes to Black Widow, I thought Black Widow was dead. So I think that's going to confuse a lot of people. And when you said you, people have to add the sprinkles, well, that's my point. They have to add the sprinkles because there's not enough steak on the bone. Um, when you come to, to, to Eternals, majority of people don't know the, anything about the Eternals. When it yeah. came to Shang-Chi, most people don't know anything about Shang-Chi. Uh, and then we also have to make the distinction between the films, the actual movies, and the Disney+. Plus. I don't know any people who are actually going to watch both of them, unless the hardcore nerds. But that's not really what makes up, you know, the, the masses who go to the to, to the theaters. Um, in addition to that, I think we also have to take into, uh, I hate to say it, but superhero fatigue, right? Um, you yourself said, you know, that Marvel's going to be releasing four movies uh, for 2021, 2022, 2023. Yeah. That's a lot. It's Combine a lot, that yeah. with the Disney Plus, um, it, it, it's a lot to consume. And I don't think, like I said, I don't think they have the talent or the characters to, to justify that. Uh, I mean, Secret Wars is great, but once you said, you know, who's not excited for X-Men, the reason why is because we've already seen that, player. <laughs> we've, we've already seen X-Men. We've yeah. already seen a, a, a Fantastic Four. The reason why people weren't excited for, you know, another reboot of Spider-Man is because, yo, we darn near knew the story of Spider-Man. reason why we're not excited for seeing, you know, Batman's parents getting shot for the 50th time because we've already seen it. So unless they bring something new to the table... Um, other than, you know, just just greed, because as long as they keep pumping them out and people keep seeing them, they're going to keep doing them. Yeah. Uh, but I think that quality needs to, to go on par with the amount of content that they're putting out. It's yet to be seen. Um, but like I said, I still hold true that I don't think they have the talent to, to go that route. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to open. Can I just push back on one thing? That, sure, that, sure, sure. Uh, I want to open up the table, said. but go, go ahead real quick. 
Okay, so the idea that um, these characters are popular and that these new characters are not popular is sort of a logical fallacy because Shellhead wasn't popular at all before twenty or uh, 2008. The Guardians of the Galaxy, nobody knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy were. Marvel, and by the way, the reason that they had to use all these scrub characters, and that is because they sold these licenses in the 90s. When Marvel was going bankrupt, they sold the license to their most valuable assets to other big companies. And then when they were in the process of building the MCU, they bought back literally the only things that they could afford which were second tier heroes captain america are you kidding me i love captain america but nobody knew who the fuck captain america was before those movies so the idea that these characters aren't popular and therefore they won't find a fan base just goes against 10 years of track record of a studio that is literally designed to do just that take obscure characters from the comic books produce movies in a way that, you know, whether it's committee or you want to get into things like that, they smash the box office. They bring in tons of casual fans, and that's probably what they're going to continue to do. Lucas, well, you want a quick rebuttal? When it comes to Captain America, there was already a movie of Captain America. So to say that a Captain America, of all people, was an obscure person, that's, I don't, I, I think that's nonsense. I think no, it's everyone. it's totally true. I mean, that, I think that the Captain America people movie. know who Captain America is, just like the majority of people know who Superman, Spider-Man, Batman, the basic superhero types. I think people, the reason why it was such a hit is because people knew who he was, Captain America. And that's why they went and see that, saw that film. But to compare a Guardians of the Galaxy to like a Captain America, or even an Iron Man for that example, um, I think there's, uh, I haven't, don't know the full numbers, but I think uh, as far as the box office numbers are going to be highly different. That's like, now you want to compare maybe, I don't know, an Ant-Man to Guardians of the, Ga the Galaxy or an Ant-Man maybe to, to Eternals. There you may have an argument, but I, I think those are two very different uh, uh, two different superhero types and and history and lore. I agree. I I don't know who Shellhead is. Am I? Who's Shellhead? That's Iron Man. That's oh, that's his X, name. That's what hardcore comic nerds uh, call. Uh, not Iron a hardcore Man, comic yeah. nerd. I'm a yeah. Shellhead <laughs> is his name. All right, fair. I think Iron Man and Captain America are the ones we know. Guardians. I don't know about that. But let's we'll we'll pivot. I want to because I see these people in here chomping at the bit in the studio. Uh, uh, let's give uh, Lucas and Josh a minute as we call in Damien and Rob. Uh, who wants to chime in first? Who's 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 gearing to go? Yeah, if you want to pivot off and just kind of. Damien's gonna go. All right, cool. Here we go. Um. Josh, I got to say, man, yes, aside from the sharp beard and that background, nothing but your argument I like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Um, let's start with um, a couple of things that we had mentioned. First of all, the MCU did something fantastic. They created a, a series of movies and did a complete story that had a beginning, a middle, and an end. Capped off with a film aptly named Endgame. It says it in the story, Endgame. Um, the MCU going into things like multiverses and things of that nature, those are typically one-offs. Those are, you got to imagine that there's parts of the comic books that have been rebooted so many times that it doesn't make sense to there, sit there and start introducing these characters. We've already made the major arc. Now we're talking about new arcs, new things. Why are we calling it the MCU? Why not call it the MCEU, the, MC, the uh, Marvel Comics Expanded Universe, or the Marvel Comic uh, Cosmic Universe? Why don't we just change it into something completely different and make it its own thing? Start a whole new arc. You talked about Feige, and Feige I trust, but Feige is kind of out of phase four and moving on to Star Wars. The man's like, yo, dude, I did this. Bounce, drop the mic, move on to the next thing. So Feige's one thing. You mentioned Black Widow, and I'm sitting there going, Black Widow should have been done in 
the Marvel Cinematic Universe, not after the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is a standalone. And if they take um, things from like Joker and they did Black Widow like they did Joker where it's a standalone, but it's a completely different vibe, completely different feel, maybe not even attached to the MCU canon. That way we can have our, 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 our films and our, these characters that can have their own piece. The problem is that now we're talking about interconnected universe. My parents, they're uh, 60 and almost 70 have watched every Marvel um, every Marvel uh, film. They're not That's getting amazing. Disney Plus. They're not going to get Disney Plus. So if you're yeah. going to start telling me that they're going to have to start following uh, what uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision are doing to then figure out what's going on in the next film, you're going to not only alienate part of your audience, but you're talking about now you're, you're, you're force-feeding me some content that I'm going to have to... We've talked about this before. I don't want to watch and read the books and the comic to understand what the hell's going on in my film. I don't want mm. that to happen. And unfortunately, mm. this is what they're doing in this phase four. They're trying to do this larger interconnectivity that's causing us to sit there and go, well, wait, hold on. I can't watch this film yet. I got to go watch this, uh, this, this whole series of stuff just to understand why these people are doing what they're doing right now. Now, the Eternals, that could be its own standalone thing. The Guardians of the Galaxy, if there's anything that's left, I say there's only thing that's left beyond Endgame was kind of like um, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Wrap it up. There are a couple of loose ends. We wrap up the loose ends. That you could do. But to sit there and say phase four is just a continuation and going on. Guardians of the Galaxies, we got to wrap that up. Um, Spider-Man, let's go ahead and wrap that up because let's face it, they did some, They dropped a big bomb at the end of that one. And you're like, okay, well, you're going to have to wrap that up now. But to continue pushing these things, to bring back Captain America and to bring back Iron Man, what he's going to come back in a, in a, in a hologram spirit form. Um, then they're going to find some other way to have, you know, that's what they're going to do. You know, he's going to come back in some computer generated spirit form or something like that. And he's like, I'm leading you on. Falcon, yes, I want to see Falcon's journey, but I, that's not considered phase four. That's not, that's not part of the story. This is a whole new story. This shouldn't even be considered that. They should have ended it. When we talk about. Um, x-men and you start talking about fantastic four you're talking about these are pieces that either should have been part of the original narrative or should be part of a completely different narrative but it should not be considered mcu we're talking about fantastic four's cosmic x-men is now going to introduce mutants in a world that's been what we haven't had them not really they've been talking about you know they haven't been able to use the word mutants <clears throat> but so what you're saying is that they should continue telling these stories but these stories are standalones or belong to a different universe, a different reboot. I say they need to take the time. I love the fact that we haven't had an MCU film in a few months. It feels like it's like, oh, that's nice. I have a break. I could breathe. Don't get used to it. I know, uh, but that's the problem is that I, just when you get used to it and you get used to the little bit of <clears throat> breathing room to take in what you just experienced, they're going to bombard you with even more content than before. And I think that that's going to be over too much mm. overwhelming if you're going to say that that's connected to the first one. Imagine a marathon of watching the, from Iron Man all the way through phase four. Imagine that. You've lost a month of we your have life. A run, we have a run-on sentence. We just need some commas and periods. That's all. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Rob, what's your response there to add to, add to Josh's uh, fight? Okay, so it's, it would appear that the hang-up is, is you need to extend the acronym. <laughs> you need to have a cosmic. I mean, we could just keep it simple. It's MCU. We, we, we get it. We, we know where it's going. And as far as, I mean, I like the fact you did bring up uh, Shang-Chi. Uh, that is definitely going to be, I think, a really good property they're going to come out with for sure. It's going to be spicy. Oh, uh, it's going to be dope. Um, but without, you know, fanboying too hard on it, I would say that is a property that is very new to some people. And I would say that is going to set the tone for any and all other 
you know, less known properties to come out. That's going to set the tone right there immediately. You're talking Love and Thunder. Wait, which one? Uh, no, Shang-Chi. Oh, sorry, Shang-Chi. I was like, yeah. wait, I, I was wondering why you were saying that. Yes, Shang-Chi. Okay, yeah. sorry. I, he I, wasn't I cursing it. in an Asian language. He was Shang-Chi. <laughs> <Yeah>. Shang-Chi. <laughs> got it. No, yeah, yeah Shang-Chi. Got it. Okay, keep going. So, I mean, I feel like that's going to set the tone for a lot of, to, to see exactly how people will receive a lot of lesser known characters at the end of the day. You know, uh, and then having everything else, like with the, the Eternals especially, that is going to be like, I would say, a bit like Avengers and then up type, you know, level movie for sure. Do you and think the, hold on, you think the Eternals is going to be an Avengers level movie? I would say as far as effects, coloring, everything else, and I don't know too much as far as like casting What about goes. stories and characters and, and character. the things we actually care about? Yeah. Because <laughs> effects, okay. we know they got down. Yeah, effects <laughs> are killer. I want more than effects. But it, okay. I, I don't mean to be harsh there, but I'm, why is Eternals? That's a that's a daring statement. Eternals is as good as Avengers? I mean, I would say Avengers 1. Let's put it that way. Avengers 1 level, I would say it would be just as good. Run, mm. Whoa. Hold on. What right. do you have to justify that claim? Please. <laughs> <laughs> got a little bit of faith, I guess. There we yeah. go. That yeah. is all. <laughs> you gotta have faith. 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 All right. Well, here's why. Here's where we're hung up because I don't. I don't want to spend forever on this because we can all speculate on what's exciting us, right? Oh yeah. Well, yes. But the reality is, like, I'll be honest. Not a lot of that's not exciting to me. Where where I want to keep this fight and try and direct it as we wrap up and, and do some more stuff. Why couldn't they have ended it? Like why Why does the Eternals, why does Shang-Chi, why do all these things that are on deck, She-Hulk, whatever, why do they need to you know, be part of the same plot? Why can't they do what comics do and start over or do some new one-offs and things? Uh, that's where I, that's, I've heard that's sort of alluded to, but I want to sort of steer us on that area. Um, so let me go back to you, Josh. Why can't yeah. we do that? Because I know Lucas sort of has already sort of fought that, but why can't right. we do that and let Lucas respond? Go ahead. Okay, so basically they can't do that because they spent 10 years building a universe doing something that has literally never been done before, and the continuity is ridiculously tight despite them doing a time travel movie. They got out, somehow they got out of this, build a continuity that's so great, and they work time travel into it. It's like kind of unbelievable. So to, to build that for 10 years, to have the equity they have with fans and to barely have scratched the surface of the potential great comic book stories that they could tell, that, that would be why. Lucas? Uh, yeah, like you said, they bent 10 years to an end game. <laughs> to for the end. Avengers, yeah. <laughs> Some roads, some roads are best less traveled. I mean, you said they did time travel. Yeah, they did time travel by a rat. There were there were flaws in that in the end game that people can can point out. But I think that's the point. They built this up, all this way. You know, we're on a roller coaster, right? We're going up, and then we have the drop. Just yeah. Just 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 let it be done and move on. Mm. Um, but I, I just think they can't do that, whether it's greed or whether it's just you know stupidity, because I don't see the justification for it. Uh, in studio, anyone to add to that as we sort of wrap up this fight of why why do we need uh, why do we need this plotline to continue? Just because the MCU is gone for ten years, does that mean it needs to continue? Uh, thoughts in studio? Man, I mean, honestly, I feel like you know we just haven't quite hit that. You know, I, I feel like you know we haven't quite hit like retirement age for as far as the Mar the MCU goes. As far as I'm concerned, there's still plenty of story out there. I feel like we just haven't touched. Like the bin is deep. 
as far as I'm concerned for most The bin properties. is deep indeed. Deep. And, and, and I'm not saying that we don't explore the bin. I'm just saying that we pick and choose these stories and don't have them connected to the original 10 years that we have. See, I'm not saying that we don't explore those stories. I'm saying that those stories need to be independent. And they're still part of the universe, but they're not part of the connected universe that has been built and ended in a series. You look at a story, you look at a character, it is an arc, and it comes to a finite beginning, middle, and end. We have that. Put that aside, make that a box set, let everyone collect it and put it out in tins and in aluminums and then start your whole new series that has that can now bring in Fantastic Fours and Eternals and have all this other stuff. And yes, I am saying, sure what? It's a different box set. It's a different series and you're, you're still hitting on those characters, but they should be separated enough. They, ha they, they share that the Marvel name, that's what they share. But to sit there and, and, and have to make a story that is relied upon, the, my concern is that 10 years from now, mm. If I want to watch the storyline, I'm going to have to dedicate six months of my life to watch from Iron Man all the way through to Marvel 25th anniversary. And that would be amazing. That would be absolutely amazing. No, man. I want to be able to sit there and enjoy these, these, these stories, these rich stories that Marvel has. I want to be able to enjoy them on their own and not be, not be dependent upon having seen everything else before it and having to see everything else after it because I'm only getting snippets of this particular story. Comic books sometimes do have an arch and sometimes they are one-offs. And what's wrong with Marvel doing a one-off series for a while or rebooting an entirely new arc? I wish they would build up to the Eternals like they did to the Avengers. Hmm. Give me three yeah. more years before they build up to the Eternals. It would be amazing but unnecessary. I think that's, that's the point of this. Well, I mean, none of this shit's necessary, guys. I'm sorry. We're nerding out on the internet at nine uh, at night on Friday. None of this shit's necessary. It's fun. That's why you do it. Well, you know I, well it's necessary in order, because it was necessary in order to build Endgame. That's why all the films were necessary. Yes. Wait, so the only thing that the MCU did in 10 years was build the Endgame? That was the Endgame. That was the end of the roller coaster. Yeah, that's just not true, man. There's there's just so many other characters that are still doing. I mean, do you want to see if Thor gets skinny again or he stays fat? <laughs> I like Thor? fat Thor. I'll tell you I don't right think now. Thor getting thing, skinny is that high on the, the, the to do list for most people who are going to the movies. I don't think I don't super think that's high. gonna bring in that many people as opposed to like an Iron Man three or the next Spider Man movie. I just don't think that's gonna happen. I think it, it's super high on the list. I also think what happens with Korg, don't sleep on Korg. Korg is an amazing rock character, and I think everybody's really interested in what's going to be happening to Korg. So I'll take this Korg standalone. But also continuing is to see whether or not Thor gets, gets skinny again. I think that's a problem right there. I think hey, if Peter you know, Quill just, and Thor start? trained, that should be a standalone film. Like if they if they decided to go and do a training series, that could be its own standalone thing. Doesn't he, Could you imagine if they try to connect that to the rest of the universe? All right? That, that doesn't It'll make sense. <laughs> It just doesn't be hilarious. If, a little if, skip uh, on YouTube and run it. Yeah, absolutely. It totally could. It could be a scene in a Taika Waititi movie, too, which they will probably do. They will probably have some kind of crazy montage of him getting back in shape, and it'll be hilarious. Mark my words now. It'll be something that people talk about on the Internet. They'll absolutely love it. The thing that Marvel did was create a universal audience experience. Did you guys all go see Avengers Endgame? Oh yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Are you so, saying that they can't oh, do yes. it again? Absolutely. You're uh, saying they can't do it again. No, no. Who I'm asking. That? I'm asking. I'm asking you. Are you saying that they can't do it again? That they can't just take the cosmic universe and make its own arc, its own thing, not connected to the mm -hmm. already previous MCU up to Endgame? 
But that doesn't. But why? Why would they do that when they could just have their cake and eat it too? They could connect it, build off the characters they've established, and create a whole nother end game thing. You don't want to see the Avengers Tango. Here's what's going to happen, by the way. The, the Avengers is going to be co-opted. It's going to be Dark Avengers. They're going to have somebody doing the Dark Avengers, and then it's going to be Spider-Man and other people that are outed on the run, fighting against them, and it'll probably collide into Secret Wars, like. You don't want to see how all that goes down. You don't want to see Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange, possibly fighting against God Doom on Battleworld. Like, come on. Like, I, I don't understand it. Does anyone want to see that as we wrap this up? Final thoughts. Uh, let's let Lucas and Damien go ahead. Give me your final thoughts on why. I mean, I feel like I've heard, uh, heard it, but any other final things you want to add to sort of sway me towards ending this with Endgame? Um, I, I think what he said is is great about, you know, having your cake and eating it too. But I think having your cake and eating it too would end what we have right now and starting something new. I, I, it'd be like just adding layers and layers and layers on cake. At some point, we need a whole nother cake. Uh, and I think that, I think there's an audience for that. I think many of the people who started with Iron Man all the way up until Endgame, we're good. We're satisfied. Unless you're going to bring something new to the table, uh, then there's no reason to continue on this, this story arc, let's snip it and move on. Uh, I, what I don't want to happen is MCU turn into the next Call of Duty. We're, 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 we're already seeing four movies in one year, all right? We don't want to constantly hear another Marvel movie, another Marvel movie, another Marvel movie, because people are gonna be like, okay, I've seen this. Unless you're gonna bring something new, which like I said, they can with the multiverse once they enter it in, but I think we need to just leave on a high note, leave with a period. Because we, what we don't want happening is people going back, you know what? This isn't as good as Endgame, or this isn't as good as Infinity War. You know, this isn't as good, you know, as Iron Man 2 or Iron Man 1. I don't, I don't think we want to be competing with ourselves. I'm going to pull a, 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 an audible here. Um, Josh. Yes. What's the last Pokemon iteration that you played? Bring that up. Yellow. Yellow. That's and low, and right. how many Pokemons did that? <laughs> That's low, dog. I'm just okay. Okay. I will. I will. I will, I will, I will then say this. I will then say this. There are some people that are happy with only 400 Pokemon or 500 Pokemon, and there are people who absolutely need a thousand Pokemon. I'm of the camp that does not need a thousand Pokemon. I'm just saying. Oh, wow. Got to catch them all. MCU. Got to catch them all. Hit piece. That you're using the off-air commentary <laughs> to attack. He's vicious. Wow. He'll use whatever he's got. Ruthless, All right, baby. Ruthless <laughs> indeed. All right, Josh, go ahead. You got to respond to that because that was a pretty that was a pretty big attack right there. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So you're on the ropes. The I mean, besides, yeah, I'm definitely on the ropes. Can, can I can I throw? Can I throw to Rob? How are we? How are we doing? Sure. Would you like to throw to Rob? So I'll just say, like, I, I get what you're saying. And let me just say this. In all fairness, and just, you know, you know, a little less tongue-in-cheek or whatever, uh, four movies a year is interesting. I, I My audience is, like, super hardcore on Marvel. And even I, when I uh, heard about the four movies a year, I was like, whoa. Like, that's a lot of movies. A one a quarter? And uh, the pressure is on for them to keep the quality going. Absolutely. But I just think that, like, if you just... If you can't trust Marvel as a brand at this point, like you just you have trust issues. They've they've done everything they can as a brand to earn the trust of any fan that's looking for anything from just a casual good time superhero movie in the theaters to the most hardcore version of comic books being adapted. And when I say hardcore, I don't mean like bloody. I mean, like if you're a sweaty, if you're in it, 
and you know all these character stories and connections, this is the most beautiful goddamn thing we've ever had. Do you know so what I mean? Don't abuse that trust. But how are they abusing it? I don't think they are. You know what I mean? And until they do, you have to trust them. All right. Time. I was looking for my hammer. Bing, 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 bing. All right. That was, that was good. You guys went back and forth. Um, I, look, I where this. Coffee. Sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, you, uh, you, it didn't help when you sort of attempted to see to rob there at the end. I'll tell you the honest <laughs> thing, because Damien really get a low blow there. Uh, but it was, it was a valid point in this you, idea Josh. of the Call of Duty, the Pokemon arguments of, yeah, you know, at some point you gotta, you gotta wrap things up on a, on a high note, right? Uh, and so I, and the problem is, I don't, I mean, I'm just look. As people said, the normies won't care about some of these things you're saying. I've seen the comments. It's true, oh. like. I don't think yeah. the normies will care, and I think they end as 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 has been said. It ended so beautifully. I I, I don't hear enough to sort of explain what warrants to continue that end chapter to allow the Eternals and all these things to happen when you can just reboot them like comics do and do standalone stories. So uh, I didn't hear enough. I think um, I got to go with Bravo Team on that one for the point. Boom, 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 boom. So Lucas and Damien, you get the first point. Uh, I want to hear, though, what you guys think. You guys, thank you, Josh. John has the special membership, so he gets to vote with the A. I think everyone can, actually. Go check out your uh, – just don't spam with emojis. You can get banned from uh, YouTube for some dumb reason. Yeah, how about that? Uh, right but anyway, uh, you can use it once. Uh, but uh, what did you guys think? You, I see actually some alphas were in the chat, so you had some support there, Josh and Rob. Uh, but ultimately, I made the say. Congratulations, Lucas and Damien. You're on the board now. We're going to do another mini. Now, I got a mini fight. You guys weren't prepared for this, but I got two. Okay. This is how we do this. I got two movies. Now, uh -huh. you guys have to pick one. The other one gets erased from existence. Is that clear? Clear. It gets snapped. Uh, and so, Lucas, by winning, you get to, you get to uh, flip the coin, um, which was I forgot my coin. Let's just flip the DVD. Heads or tails. Ready? So, Lucas, call heads or tails. Okay. Heads. It is heads. So, you get to pick first. The two movies up for a snap are Logan and Black Panther. Ooh. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, that's brutal. You got to snap one out of existence. Whoever picks Black Panther is oh, racist. <laughs> All right. You get first dib there because you, you won the coin toss. What do you think, Lucas? Who do you want to take? Which one do you keep uh, and which one do you snap out of existence? That's go ballsy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess because I hate Black Panther. I don't like that movie. Go do it. Logan, do it. that is that is just that is that is Wolverine. Um, mm. Snap Black Panther out. Go ahead. So then snap Black Panther out. Mm. So you don't like Black Panther? Go for it. But that's I mean that's the first Black Panther. I mean that you're is talking good. historic. Yeah, you got. But yeah, it is historic. Like, uh, wait, is is there any judging criteria? Is it just yeah, like, whoever proves I, whoever proves the point of why the other one should be is is worthy. Oh no! All right, we're gonna snap Black Panther. There you Ooh, go. Ooh, he's going. He's gonna snap Black Panther. That I lost means my black card. It's that okay. means Josh. <laughs> Josh, you got you have Logan, okay? And so that means Rob, you're on Team Logan. Word. Damien, right. you're on Team Black Panther. Of or sorry, it's the other way around, right? Yes. It is. yes. That, I, <laughs> I, I was looking at him reverse. Rob is defending Black Panther. Uh, Damien and, uh, and Lucas are defending Logan. And uh, guys, you guys in the comments, uh, wow, it's all over the place. Logan, Black Panther, this is a tough one. Uh, but uh, since you picked first, you get to go first now. So Rob has a little bit of an advantage since he didn't get to pick. Uh, so Lucas, why are we keeping Logan over Black Panther? Go ahead. That's a great 
great question. Uh, <laughs> Logan, Logan, uh, I think Logan is as good as it gets. Logan is one of, just as Black Panthers is historical, I mean, Logan is historical. I, that's going to go down in the history books as far as a great, not only a great superhero film, but a great character development film. Uh, just a great film overall in general. Play, they pay homage to the character and they show real respect uh, to the character in, in, in a, a myriad of ways that isn't shown, I feel, to Black Panther. I think if, I think when it comes to Black Panther, I don't think anyone would have a problem with someone you know, rebooting Black Panther or actually showing fair respect to that character, just as they did to Logan. Because that's, that's the movie that we've all been waiting for. We have all just been like, please get this character right. Give us the violence. Give us the R rating. Like, that is just the perfect storm when it comes to Logan. Okay. Uh, I was taking notes there. Uh, Josh, why are you keeping Black Panther over Logan? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so I really – okay. In the, in the name of playing along <clears> – um, <laughs> Off to a great start. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Confidence. Terrible. Logan is my favorite comic book movie of all time. This okay. is very. This is a very difficult spot to be in. But right. um, Black Panther. Here, the thing about Black Panther is that Ludwig Goreson, dude, that guy that did the score of that movie, he might be one of my favorite composers, like out right now. He's currently scoring <laughs> The Mandalorian, which I am absolutely eating up and loving. Um, I think we're starting for, with the, the Cole... score. Come on, man. You went the yeah. tech route. I yeah, can that's appreciate right. that. All right. All right. Uh, so, yeah. So for that, and also, of course, the cultural significance of the character, I think Black Panther's good. Oh, God, this is impossible. Um, <laughs> you got this, man. Black, you got this. Dig deep. Black, Black Panther is, uh, is a pretty incredible film, and this has set up a very uh, culturally important character, and I can't wait to see uh, and it's obviously way more important than uh, Hugh Jackman playing a character for 20 years. And Ooh, uh, there you go. All right, his first, it's a first attack uh, point. Good job. Okay. Yeah. All right, Rob, uh, you want to add to that since he didn't really help you much, and then Damien can maybe sweep the leg. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Josh. I appreciate it, man. All right. So I would say, as far as all right, for, for starters, Michael B. Jordan is an amazing actor. Let's just get that out of the way for starters. Easy. As far as the actual score, I can appreciate that, especially on the tech side. The coloring, I thought, was amazing. The VFX, of course, because it's Marvel, is over the top. Don't get me wrong, Logan is good, but, I mean, it's the end of an era, you know? And I would say that Black Panther definitely has its cultural spot, plain and simple. Because as far as both characters are concerned, I believe they're both around the same time frame as, as like, which one's been out before, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Like, which one came out first. I think they were pretty close. Pretty, pretty. Yeah. Logan time, came yeah. out first, yes. Yeah, yeah time, same, same time, year. Yeah. Well, I meant the actual characters in universe. Like, oh, like, oh, who, uh, Wolverine versus Black Panther. Wolverine yeah. was first, right? I, no, no. I, I don't think so. Actually, I, yeah, because uh, Wolverine oh, so was not going cultural by significance, iconic significance, even beyond the movies. That's oh, yeah. that's a good, yeah. good. Yeah. All right. Two, we should have went to him first. Two, 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 <laughs> uh, there were two points in that <laughs> argument. Uh, Damien, and then I'm going to give you one more chance, Josh, to sort of come back because right, I, cool, I think you cool. can. But Damien, you, anything you want to add? Um, well, let's start with I agree that Michael B. Jordan is a great actor in Creed. Um, <laughs> let's go on with uh, let's talk about Logan. <laughs> yeah, throw low blows. Let's, let's talk about Logan. Let's Creed. talk about Black Panther. Everyone wants to talk about the cultural significance of Black Panther. I could tell you that um, even in the chat, there, there's people that are sit there and say, Black Panther does not represent Africa. 
All right, let's, let's, let's be real about that, okay? The character, when he was created, did not represent Africa. It was not created by uh, Africans. I'm not talking about African-Americans. It wasn't created by Africans. It's not, it doesn't really represent Africa. So we're talking about a, an imaginary uh, place, while the Avengers actually take place in New York. So, hey, Brooklyn, Bronx, that's actually a real thing. Um, that they were like, oh, my God, finally a black superhero. I'm sorry, we have Blade, we have Spawn, we had plenty of black superheroes that did great Static job. Static Shock. Static Whoa. Shock, we have plenty of yeah. black superheroes that came out before Black Panther and held it strong. Um, Logan not only did it end a fantastic saga of, of, a, of a character that we've grown and loved, but it, it showed us all the things that we wanted from, from an X-Men movie that we hadn't been able to get prior to this. We had an R-rated X-Men movie. We finally got to see Logan slice people and cut people and go full Wolverine on people. We got to see this relationship with him and Xavier. Someone who, if you look back at the first X-Men and just watch that film and say, okay, these guys don't get along. They have completely different morals. Now you see him carrying Xavier. Who did not feel passion when he was carrying Xavier into his chair and taking care of this guy, this mentor, who he's had to take over the leadership of the X-Men? And then who didn't feel for him when, when who, didn't, who didn't cry? There's not, there's not a moment in Black Panther. There's points in Black Panther. I'm like, hey, that's pretty cool. But who didn't cry at the ending of Logan when she took the cross and turned it into an X? If you, if you weren't tears, then you're, you're, you're bullshitting me right you're now. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the end of Black Panther, I saw a big CG fight that wasn't really good. <laughs> Let's face it. We mm. saw the, we saw the, 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 the CG-ness of that fight. Okay, That wasn't the best CG fight. And then we got to see another death, but... I didn't feel for the character that died. I mean, I felt that he was, it died. And I'm like, man, that sucks. You die, man. You know, you got it kind of wrong. But the best part of that whole film was, hey, auntie. That was like the best part of that whole film. I'm sorry. Logan had the little girl. I didn't even know that she, she didn't speak for half of the film. And she's awesome. Even the, even, a, even a walk-on character that we had no idea about. She's awesome. Logan is the end of a saga. It ended it beautifully. It is a swan song to Wolverine, a character that no one believed Hugh Jackman can play, and then he nailed it. This old man Logan is probably the best representation of Wolverine we've ever had on screen. Black Panther could be replaced by another, art, by another actor. Whoa. I'm sorry. You can Whoa. replace him with another actor because he is Black Maybe Panther Julia is Roberts. a piece. <laughs> Black Joy Panther, Roberts, yeah. Black Panther, yeah, right. <laughs> Black Panther is a piece of a larger MCU, so you honestly could have replaced those actors with other black, very talented actors, and we would have not been like, oh man, that's not a that's an okay MCU film. It would have still been an okay MCU film. You could not replace Hugh Jackman in Logan. You could hmm. not. Is that true, Josh? Final thought? I'm gonna because I mean it's pretty much over unless you got a, you got something yeah, to keep so this going. I thought about it. I thought about it a little bit, and uh, I, Logan actually is terrible, and uh, Black okay. Panther is really really cool. There and one go. of the things that I was talking or thinking about <laughs> was there's this thing in the comics that always bugged me about Wakanda, which is like it's this Zionistic place in the middle of Africa where there's a few bad things going on around them, and they're not doing anything about it. And you have this guy Ryan Coogler come in and take that comic book mythology and take something that personally has always kind of just not sat well with me about those people in the comics and he not only changes it but like brings in a a, uh, a social connection to it which i think is really cool and it also set up wakanda technology and some of the things that they used in infinity war uh in that whole setting for that big battle with thanos which was really important and necessary and so after thinking about it a little bit logan is terrible and a black panther might be the greatest comic book movie of all time all right. Ooh, well, ooh, I don't ooh. think I need to hear any more. Ding, 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 ding. 
Uh, sadly, uh, I think uh, Logan came to fight a little harder there, uh, made some valid points, and uh, I didn't hear enough. So I guess we're we're uh, we're ripping the cultural significance of Black Panther, which meant nothing to Josh and Rob, for the record. Uh, they didn't even lead, lead with that. <laughs> I mean, I guess you know the importance wasn't important for them. I wonder why. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, no, uh, Logan is a fantastic. They're both. I do think they're both great films. Uh, but yeah, 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 there's just a little bit. Of, as as Lucas even said, there's just, it's the one we've been waiting for finally. Uh, and I wish someone had used that in the first fight. Like the the problem with the MCU sort of keep it going is like they're never gonna make some standalone R rated any different things that can't live beyond like yeah. a Logan. They would never make a Logan, and that's what's so scary. There's, yeah, there, there's a concern there for sure. There's a concern there. I think that's. Man, I would. Lo- what do you think they're gonna do with Deadpool? That's a little off topic, but like, do you think they're really gonna make Deadpool rated R? It's gotta. I I think it's gotta be, man. Like, uh, yeah. Well, they're gonna. It I, was just too good on the first one. Like, if they don't, I feel like they'll be doing themselves a disservice just a bit. Well, I, I think Disney, they would. They would know. If that's what's scary. I don't think if Disney had owned it before Deadpool came out, we would have never saw Deadpool. Yeah. No. I mean, never that's why. And that's I think why we're Joker not gonna see also new helped them too. I think yeah. New Mutants is being castrated because of that. Yeah, it was oh, they were nervous. Dude, that movie was castrated from the get. That movie yeah. looks like trash, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, that we don't even need the ghost fight, but we're going to do it quickly because we're wrapping up the show. I'm going to do it on the after show. That's right, War Stories. For those of you that joined as a member, come join us. You can go to the little community tab. Once you join, uh, at any level, you'll be able to have access to the live stream. We're going to keep this, this conversation going. Uh, that's how this channel is funded. Uh, so I appreciate if anybody else wants to join, uh, come join us over there. You can watch it at any point because it'll be archived after we go live. But before we uh, wrap things up, I want to thank my excuse. Oh man, the Seagram's escape really gave me the burps. <laughs> I want to thank uh, my these amazing guests. Uh, a lot of fun. Come back anytime. That was that was great. Uh, first up, let's thank Den of Nerds. You lost, but you were you were solid. Next time, hey, don't look, give up on that fight. Megan. Thank you so much, Josh. Where can people find you? Uh, find me at the Den of Nerds on YouTube. Uh, check us out on Twitter, the Den of Nerds as well um, on Instagram, also. Love it. And Amazing Lucas, they can find you pretty much by looking up Amazing Lucas on every everything, right? It's correct. What Did we lose? You won. <laughs> no, you I, won. Just, I know. I know. I just wanted you to hear that. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> Ouch. Graceful winner. Yeah. He, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, fantastic. I the CGI back on. <laughs> Uh, he won, and thanks to your assist here, I think Damien helped a bunch. Good job, Damien. And then Rob tried his best. Hey. Uh, Rob Newberry, anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, you can reach me at uh, robert.p.newberry on Instagram. At, at, and it, oh, I think it would be like at <laughs> 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 On the Insta and then, you know, Facebook and all Robert that. Robert B. All right, yeah, I mean, yeah, give yeah, me yeah, the, send me the link. I'll make sure they have it down below. Hit them up on Instagram. Uh, Damien Alpazar. Hey, y'all. We're going to hear about your movie soon, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Wakanda forever, yo. <laughs> 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 nice try. Uh, all right, well, thank you guys so much. Again, click join. You can follow the live stream right now. We'll be going for a little bit, so go, click on over. You go to the community tab to see all the unlisted member things. Uh, ooh, get the exclusive access. And to those that sent, actually, I wanted to make sure I did call out. Uh, Bunda, for being such an MUC, MCU fan, that was a bad defense. Oof. Uh, <laughs> calling the call out. We had a couple others I'm going to read out quickly. Uh, all I know about Eternals is that Rob Stark is in it. That's true. I don't know. Angelina Jolie's in it, too. Yep. Um, 
Anthony Rodello. Ooh, damn, the amazing Lucas. Badass. Well, there you go. Uh, I can't. There was a couple there, but there is some, some nice little love that came in throughout the show. Thank you guys so much for the support. Uh, we'll be back Tuesday, and then we'll be pre-taped on Thanksgiving, or it may be live. We'll just see. Uh, but it's Thanksgiving, so I don't expect it as popular. But thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you much for, uh, for, for joining us tonight. We'll be back next Tuesday with another Nerd War. Uh, and stay tuned for War Stories over on the Joined Membership. Uh, Bragger, thank you. Thanks for a fun stream thank you for that fun support at the end keeping the stream going uh so that's everybody we'll see you next time have an awesome night uh and stay tuned for war stories where we tell stories of the war uh i got a good i got a good quick fight i'm gonna make these guys do so stay tuned uh anyway thanks for that bye-bye uh ending the stream i always for never know how to do this i think i do it like this yeah.